This week on Big Eyes, we talk Tatsuki Fujimoto's Chainsaw Man. We talk about everything. It's all spoilers. So stay tuned for episode 115. Let's get it. The Big Eyes Podcast. style event where we just you know what I'm saying pull up have some fun relax a little bit break away from the, the weekly discussion as always it's the big eyes podcast AD and LJ back at it again what's going on bro yes sir um happy to you know happy to do this like you said it's nice to break away it's nice to to get a vacation from certain things I can't lie the weekly discussion was kind of starting to I wouldn't say annoy me but yeah it, it, sometimes it just gets difficult talking about weekly things. Yeah, man. I mean, like, because, you know. <laughs> if it, no, I don't like talking about weekly things because sometimes it makes you feel that, like, my emotions are fickle because they, like, change a lot. But it's like, <laughs> when it goes week by week, when it goes week by week, it's, it's yeah, you know. So, it, like, things change. Uh, something that I really love can have a trash chapter and I have to call a spade a spade. Yeah. But it, like, doesn't mean that I don't like the, the, the as a whole. But usually I'm like, man, this shit's kind of ass. But. But no, we're we're here somewhere at comedies. Uh, I don't know if yeah, this is just somewhere at comedies. Big Eyes edition, and obviously we have to kick it off. First week, we are talking about the illustrious Chainsaw Man, and there's only one person. There's only one person that can join us to talk about this. There's there's nobody else. Obviously, there's tons of Chainsaw Men, like you know fans out there but there's there's one yeah and, and and y'all may know him from the war report i may know him from the other million thousand shows that he does yeah most <laughs> recently most recently the jojo agenda here on the, the on jojo the lookout agenda. come on man listen he done made his lookout debut as with his show show is he another Summer at Comics, like, special edition thing that dropped? Like, Summer at Comics, I was like, bro, we're throwing, like, a big house party right now. It's crazy. <laughs> yeah, it's really but going up. It really is, man. I'm telling you, Oolong in the back, rolling the backwoods. Like, it's just, <laughs> it's really wild here. But y'all know him. He's been on here before. He's, he's like, the unofficial, like, other Big Eyes member. Cyrus was good. That was a very long, lengthy intro, but <laughs> I appreciate it. Was, it was. I, I appreciate all the kind words, man. But yeah, I'm here talking about Chainsaw Man once again. Um, you guys put me on, and I never really got to talk about it, you know, on here or anything, uh, because I finally checked it out once, you know, you guys were all like done with it because I didn't want to get spoiled. So, uh, <laughs> hey, man, uh, I'm a big fan of Chainsaw Man. Uh, Fuji, uh, Fujimoto is probably one of my favorite authors right now. Uh, one Shot God. Um, oh, yeah, yeah, definitely the One Shot God. And obviously today's news of he's ha- he's having another One Shot published very soon. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, yeah. He's not doing the artwork on it either. Yeah. Oh, he's not doing art? I mean, that's fine. Um, 
as long as uh you know the storytelling is still there then it is what it is um but yeah man i'm here third uh third member i would say uh what is it the full council is here the power ranking council is here so yeah, yeah the power yeah, ranking council yeah. is here we have gathered today. Yeah, we're, we're all in the room we're gathered here like it's great i'm happy that we're not here to talk power rankings because <laughs> ain't, much is, like, ain't much has really been going on so that too but our power ranking conversations go so left we get really fixated on maybe like one thing at a moment in time. They're, yeah, it's great. Y'all read everything, and then I probably read like five things. So when y'all be talking about shit that I don't read, I'm just like, well, did the story move forward? Then that's a plus. That's it. As long as the story moves forward, then I'm all good with it. Nah, yeah, it's it's great to get your perspective, like you said, because you only really read five things, but like the five things that you're into, like you have very cohesive, like yeah. thoughts about them. <laughs> yeah. So I'm like, okay, like he will give us like another opinion on these five things, because I mean, it were once again we were really thinking about Shonen Jump and stuff. There really is like only nine, ten, yeah, mangas that really are mattering on Shonen Jump right now. Not all of them, but. Yeah. The, you know, like I said, the five things that you read, they're consistently either on the top eight or at least three of them. Are <laughs> Shit, the top yeah. majority yeah. rules, goddamn. Like, <laughs> so nah, it's great. But no, like you said, we're here to talk about Chainsaw Man. Um, something that when you first read Chainsaw Man or first started tapping in, did you truly think like, yo, this is going to become something like? As big as it did, uh, shit, I sure fucking hope so. But um, <laughs> when I first read it, because when I because when I first started reading it, I was like, oh, this is too off the wall. Like absolutely. at the time, like because you got to think about like really where it, it comes in at. Where right now the what's big right now in Shonen, this is completely like left field from it. Yeah. And, and I don't know if it's mo- more so because it's how left field it is. I or before I, I'll just cut you off, and I would say is that remember what I this is. Uh, I probably said it like in a group chat. I don't know if I ever said it on the microphone or anything like this, but like Shonen Jump, the face of it is all your Shonen, your Battle Warriors, all that other shit. The shit that keeps that shit going, like you know. A lot of the manga just talks about family, love, and life, all that stuff. And I think Chainsaw Man, like, it's up there where, you know, Denji finds this, like, found family, you know, uh, his humanity in a sense, just, like, emotions and shit like that. So, like, behind all, like, the crazy off-the-wall shit, you got, like, the the true lifeblood of what Shonen Jump got going on. And it's a lot of authors just talking about life. Yeah. I think in um in that same aspect, it, it kind of because on rereading it, like because when I first read it, it was probably like sixty or seventy chapters in. But upon rereading mm-hmm. it, it just really hit me like this is one of those things like Hunter Hunter, where you know the overall goal is like whatever your dreams are, and everybody in Chainsaw Man has like different dreams and aspirations mm-hmm. that we see from like the beginning with Denji. He's like his dreams are very simple, man, and he accomplishes them very quickly. And throughout the course of the story, he's just trying to figure out like, well, what else is there that I can do? Like, I got to dream mm-hmm. bigger because you even see like with some of the characters, they ask Denji about his dreams and aspirations, hobbies and everything. And, you know, he still keeps it simple and clean. 
But that's one of those things with Chainsaw Man compared to like other other manga where you really can't talk about like the dreams of things. They really they hit on that, and that's one of those big shonen tropes. But I think Chainsaw Man does it in a very extreme and different way. Mm-hmm. Where it's like you really got to find your what you really want out of life. Yeah. No. Yeah, I think. I think what both of you guys are saying is correct, especially when you're talking about like the like the my heroes, the Black Clovers. Even I, even though we love it, like the Jujutsu Kaisen, like it's the vehicle, mm-hmm. but the real gas that's making that car run is it, like it is the blue boxes. Is is the it's your blue boxes, spy families, spy families to an extent as well. Yeah, yeah, because like you said, I think those things are able to, like, story-wise, tap into something a little bit different. Like, mm-hmm. they don't have to play so hard in, like, certain tropes. They don't have to play so hard in a, in a certain, you know, power of friendships and, you know, mm-hmm. things like that. Now, granted, it's still in there, yeah. but I think that they're able to kind of just go, okay, like, obviously, since we're not the forefront or have to be the forefront, I, I think there's probably even a little less pressure of just being yeah. like, all right, let me just have fun with this story or, like, really play with this storytelling and what we can do with it. But no, um, but like we said and have talked about many times before, um, Fujimoto is really in a league of his own when it comes to storytelling. I think Chainsaw Man is truly one of those things, uh, especially when you look at Denji's development as a character, mm-hmm. like especially as a main character. Because obviously when you meet him... And I think for probably more like for more than half of the story. Yeah, for more than half of the story, like his he's even admitted to it of just being like my like his and like the reasonings behind his things are very shallow. It's like mm-hmm. he wants like he's doing things for basic things and whether it be like sexual pleasure or like you know what i'm saying like yeah. whatever quick endorphins that he can get is like that's what he wants but like when you once again you see from where he started you will truly understand of like why these basic things are something that are actually truly big to him yeah. and as he continues to meet other people and meet other characters and got other supporting characters by the end of the story you kind of see like it's weird, like, it, it feels like it happens, like, underneath layers, but, like, his growth ends up being kind of tremendous of, like, how his how his thought process is. Yeah, uh, you see Denji grow up pretty, like, fast, and has to develop yeah. to these feelings and emotions that he has, like, uh, what is he, he's only, like, 16? Yeah. Um, 16, poor as shit, so he's just, like, you know, at first is just eating food and then like possibly like having relationships. And then, you know, he like starts finding his family and then uh, starts caring for them. And then like, then he really has to start caring for them, like actually like taking care of them, uh, you know, due to the line of work being so dangerous and stuff like that. And then, you know, when that's all taken away from him, you know, he has, he experiences like a lot in such a short time, like grief, death, you know, love, family, all that, and then, you know, he he grows up really fast, and I think that it's really interesting to see how Denji kind of, like, takes that all in, like, uh, the chapter where he has to just go, where him and Makima just go on a date to the movies, because he sees people dying, but, like, he doesn't necessarily care. Yeah, I think that's one of those things where it's, like, he grew up with 
so many people, well, not that many people around him because, you know, he starts off with his, his father's debt and, you know, he has to, mm-hmm. you know, work to be a devil hunter with Puchita to kind of make it out. And once we get out of that, when he first gets introduced to Makima, we just see like, you know, in the beginning, she, it, it's a funny thing where she treats every, he, she treats him as do- a dog. And that's kind of the theme throughout the story. Like you're pretty much working for someone that you're essentially a Her being the real villain was something that you could kind of t- like reading yeah, it absolutely. again. You kind of like, you're like, that woman is not who she's like. You're like, this one is, this when, is the one you need to watch out for. When, when, uh, when she got shot up in the train. <laughs> And then she can say, yes, yeah, up. Yeah, for real. Um, They're like, you're like, what the fuck is wrong with this one? When she has uh, the people like lined up and she doing the hand signals and she making people just go splat. I said, that's not the powers of a good guy. No, not <laughs> that's not something that is not the powers of somebody that like, you know, is righteous and whole has, you know. Well, even like, like, even you go back to the beginning when she first teams up with, um, is it when Denji teams up with Aki for the first time or power where she's talking to her higher ups mm-hmm. yeah. and they're like, remember that these people are tools and like these people, like you, you don't, don't be getting your you know, feelings caught up or whatnot. And it's like, I don't, it, it, it's, it's like one of those things where you kind of, you look at it and you're like, there's a reason why they put her in this position mm-hmm. to like run this team. Like yeah. you're not a normal person to just run a team like this, and then the, also the orders that are giving her kind of, like once again, it's like there's a certain personality type that that is not good. Like you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I was like, she she she's not a good person. When, so it's when we find out what kind of devil that she is. I don't know if we're going all spoilers or not, but when we find out what kind of devil she is, I was just like, oh yeah, that makes sense. Like I was yeah, just like, yeah, This is a spoiler okay. field. Episode. When you find yeah, out yeah. that she's like the control devil, I was just like, "Oh, okay, yeah, that's a that's not a good guy power." <laughs> it's not, but then it kind of like you go back and you you try to think a lot about of how much was she using her powers without us really noticing. Yeah, um, and I would say in the first two volume, I mean the first two chapters alone, um, she talks about how good her sense of smell is. Mm-hmm. I think that being foreshadowed that early, fucking insane. <laughs> oh yeah, for real, like absolutely insane. Like it was like really the first, like you said, I say like the first ten ish chapters. Like a lot is laid out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then you will you just see how things play out after. You're like. Holy shit, you're like, this is... So, so much stuff before, like, Katana Man. Before you even yeah. see Katana Man, you kind of see the end, or, like, how this end came to be. Yeah. And a lot of it is really focused on, like, you know, Aki and his relationship with, like, you know, his backstory with how his family died to the gun devil and everything that goes on with that. And how Makima is, like, you know... You're really here to kill the gun devil, but at the same time, like you really can't quit either. Like no matter what you do, mm-hmm. you can't leave, you can't quit, you can't do anything like that. You're here to work for me. You're gonna be my dog. And you know, she also ends up talking to the um her higher ups, and she's like, "Well, I found two people that are interesting. One of them is, I think, one of them was Denji, and the other was Aki. And mm-hmm. you know, Aki, 
I want to I want to talk about Aki for a little bit because like I I really enjoy that is, his character. That, that is a supporting character right there. That's a yes. Yeah. That is a real support. Yeah. <laughs> like, but he also feels like a main character at the same time mm-hmm. too because it's like mm-hmm. a lot of it is based around him. Like I. I He's probably in the beginning. I was like, man, fuck this nigga dog. Like he's treating Dingy like shit. But even like Dingy with his get back kicking this nigga in the dick, I was like, all right. I, I, I kind of saw where he was coming from. It was just like, all right, yeah. bro, come on now. This is a very dangerous yeah, line yeah. of work, bro. Yeah, this yeah. is a dangerous line of work. Like he's like, I'm partnered with you. You over here worrying about if she got a boyfriend or not. I got my life on the line. I gotta trust that something pop off. You feel like me? you gotta, yeah. <laughs> Is it like I? How am I supposed to trust you and trust that? Yeah, but like we out in the field, and you over here worry about titties. I'm like, whoa, come on! Like, what's going on here? You that's ever true. had a homie who's y'all ever um be it before a game and y'all just like see y'all homie on the, on the phone and then just like he probably swiping on Instagram, probably DMing his girl before the game. Like, nigga, get your head in the game, bro. Like, we about to go out here and play. It's not, like, it's not there. They're not there. But yeah. I think that. I think what makes Aki such a great supporting character is that in terms of when you're thinking of Makima, obviously since she's the the big bad villain in this outside of like, like he's the only other character outside of Denji that has kind of like this connection with her. And although it may not be, I think as it's like charged, like Denji's like reasoning behind it. It's like, it, it, he actually like really respects Makima and he's really like, no, like, like she saved me. Like he has like this real like care for her and, and really looks up to her in a weird way. Mm-hmm. So when you go through his story, you see that connection in contrast to Denji's connection with her and then seeing how she flips on him. Yeah. Man. Like towards the end when she flips on Aki, you're like, Oh shit. You're like, God, like, the you're flip, like, Whoa, the flip, the flip is crazy because yeah. You get the op- uh, the open the door scene, mm-hmm. and then you get the revealing of her plot the whole time. Where you know she does something so egregious to Denji, <laughs> sits on his lap and just starts laughing at him, and then just being like, "Yo, I done fucked up your life. Just destroyed it." <laughs> yeah, I did that. Like just flex it in his face, and then you know, Denji just wakes up the next day and he's just like, Well, back to business. And then before you know, Denji can really like act, you get the real chainsaw man, yeah. And he doesn't deal and- with any of those emotions until like much after, mm-hmm. he doesn't. I, I like that. I, I like that they have a moment where Denji breaks. Oh, and he breaks it, he how- breaks so often, yeah. yeah. He- <laughs> Yeah, yeah, like he does, but it's just like it's like that moment where he turns into the real chainsaw man. Like even his entrance when he comes in, it, it's just like oh, this. Yeah. Um. It, what is it? Easily one of the best panels too of the entire series. Oh, yeah. Godly panel, but um, yeah. what is it? He breaks down after I believe uh the hotel thing where he was just like, oh man, like I just seen a bunch of people like you know kind of get hurt or die I, I forget but it's because no, that's one because that's one because she be attacks yeah. uh he attacks makima and he's supported by the hell devil and then all she does is call for chainsaw man yeah um and then you know he does the cool ass shit 
where he, you know he does the nothing personal or whatever the fuck you want to call it yeah. and just tries that motherfucking yeah. And then uh, the chapter cover for the next one is just Chainsaw Man screaming, and I think that's your hard. Yeah. Hell. <laughs> yeah. No, it is. It's so tough. Like once again, you see like all this accumulation. I, I think that's just a moment of of just dingy, like you said, breaking. But like yeah. I like how we deal with that kind of aftermath though. Like after all this, yeah. like he has this moment where he just blacks out. And he's just like, mm-hmm. fuck it. I'm finna just let this. I'm finna just let the devil take over. Yeah. And, and you're. And he just. He has this blackout moment. But then, like after that, he you actually see him go through the the uh yeah, like go through those emotions. Like you said, like going through like, damn, like she really fucked me over. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like she had me. Not only did she have me kill my friend, she killed my other friend right in front of me. Uh, yeah, and I think that's the crazy part where it's like we spend the entire story from from like chapter one when he gets built up to meet Makima and joins the special division, and like he gets to meet all of these people and build relationships with them, like you know through their um through their investigations and everything with the other devils, um. And then we just get to this point where he finally breaks down. I think the journey for Denji himself, like really discovering, like, you know, all of these different things, learning to grow up. Like, like you said, Cyrus, he really did grow up like really fast. Like he had to start learning to take care of these folks. Like he ended up having to bathe power washer after Aki yeah. was gone, man. Like it was crazy how, you know, he starts to understand and care for all of the people around him. When I remember early on, he was like, I think it was um, after the Katana Man fight and everything. He was like, it's all of these people died from the gunfire because they were summoning the gun devil and everything. And he's like, you know, if all of these people die, I don't, I don't think I'd be that sad. Power, nah, she's kind of annoying. Aki, nah. Mm-hmm. Uh, Makima, I might be sad for a little bit, but I don't think I'll, I'll be happy again. Like, yeah, and then he it, starts to re- realize, like, maybe I lost my heart, my human heart as well. Yeah, so. it, it, it's like dealing with the concept of like actually like dying is like kind of lost upon him because, you know, he pretty much can't. Um, And he doesn't realize that like once these people are gone, they're fucking gone. Like for real, for real. Yeah. And then uh, I think too, but like he I mean, and also too, it goes back to the fact that like he dealt with he's dealt with death and had to deal with these things mm-hmm. from, you know, from the moment he was a child. Like, imagine your dad dies. You got to hold on to your dad's death. Like, you don't get to get to greed that. Like, you mm-hmm. got to, you know, he's selling you body parts. To work. He's, you know what I'm saying? He's selling body parts. He's doing X, Y, and Z just to try to keep, pay off his debt. And I'm sure that, like, once again, you just look at it and you're like, that, that, there's never a moment where they're like, he's sad that his dad died or had to grieve when his dad died. Mm-hmm. Like, immediately, his, the um, Yakuza was like, no, nah, you got to pay up. And, you know, he doesn't have to do all, uh, like, he deals with a lot of that, and then you see him like mature. You see him mature a lot too. Like right after you know Aki's you know passing, he does all the responsible things with the money. Uh, he take care like he take cares of uh, of power, buys groceries, all that. Like you see this kid turn like he's sixteen, but you see him turn like thirty five in like a couple <laughs> volumes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yo, you see him grow up, you know, like and like once again, I feel that a lot of like you see him really apply, kind of, like oddly enough, like the life experience, mm-hmm. and then like, while you know, at at the age, like you said, of sixteen, he at some point he couldn't take it, and then he was, uh, you know, that's what leads him to go to Makima and just be like, "Hey, man, 
Can you make the pain go away? That boy hitting yeah. up hitting up the side holes, just being like, "Hey man, <laughs> I just need to take hey, my man, mind. Listen, mind you need to things. take the edge off. I need to take my mind off things take- forever, hey, man." Forever, bro. He was like, "I need to hide to stay. I need to. I need to not feel nothing." Mm-hmm. Oh. She was like, "I got a little something for you." She was like, "Tie that rubber band around your bicep." Mm-hmm. And then fucking, but <laughs> then fucking destroys his life. Hey, like, <laughs> there's there's deeper meanings here, mm-hmm. fellas. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um. But no. Uh. Going back to like even looking, I. One thing I really enjoyed about this story as a whole is the pacing of it. And I love the introductions of like the villains. Like I love like the the arc structure yeah. of this. Like everything like, feels I, kind of like flowing in in like I think for me it's like every every chapter doesn't really end on a cliffhanger like it does, but then it seamlessly flows into the next arc. Like even with, you know, them getting out of the hotel from the eternity devil, they jump straight into the Katana man stuff. And then you find out, Oh shit, this nigga, the grandson of the Yakuza nigga from chapter one, like it's all flowing seamlessly into the next arc. We get multiple, um, perspectives we see makima what she's doing while we're with denji everything just feels like it naturally progresses and it doesn't feel like rushed or forced or anything it all just happens because of you know that's that's the way that the story is going mm-hmm. yeah i um i even i think one of my favorite transitions is um is is going from the bomb woman to the assassination groups. Yes. Yeah. I I, I feel that transition between those two are crazy because like, all right, so like, you know, obviously Denji, you know, he, he meets Reese and we know we figure out that Reese is a, you know, is the bomb woman is a spy for the Soviet union sent to capture him. So obviously other people know who he is. Yeah. And, and that's, no, that's the first time we're like, Oh, like they're, they're trying to capture Denji. Like what, like kind of why, um, and then, then in that fight, it reveals his his existence to the world. Yeah, but, then you but, figure but, out the block way too hot. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Then, then, then you figure out. Oh, the Soviet Union ain't the only people that are looking for this nigga. Like, yeah. There's a lot of people looking to try to kill this man right now, and you get so deep into that, you're like, wait, why is everybody trying to kill this guy? Like that starts kind of the allure of Chainsaw Man. It was just like, I I, I like how. I like how Denji gets gifted with this OP devil, but we never really kind of know why and like how they revealed of like why he's so strong and like what is like the backstory mm-hmm. of the actual chainsaw devil. Yeah. Like and then figuring out that that man the chainsaw devil was really in hell wreaking <laughs> havoc. <laughs> uh, <laughs> my friend asked me when we were reading this, they were just like, why is chainsaw granted this power like i'm pretty sure there's like other things that people fear that are way stronger than the chainsaw and i was just like man fujimoto just made it that way bro don't question it (laughs) oh yeah no i think but i think it works i Mm -hmm. think it absolutely works i think i I couldn't i couldn't see this like i couldn't like if he was like the gun devil it wouldn't work i don't feel like 
it wouldn't work like anything else it just chainsaw man just it just flowed it just like you said it just somehow some way it just worked that way i, I think like, it's i think it's all because of jason i think it's the he had to be uh, a fan of jason man it, uh it's the, it, it uh it was the chainsaw massacre that made him a fan of yeah. uh yeah. chainsaw man and wanting to have like a chainsaw wielding protagonist uh he takes a lot and from also movies, so. That's what I'm saying. Like going back and then going back to Fujimoto, you go read this story. The movie references in here are absolutely insane. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, public oh. public safety. Uh, what is it? Their outfit just. Uh, what is it? It's a reference to Reservoir Dogs. Um, dogs. Um, what's it? Yeah, Reservoir Dogs. Public safety. There was another one in here too that was really uh, big. Hope Fiction. Um, when yeah, uh, Power and Kobeni drive the car and then they kill the dude by accident. Um, that's the Samuel Jackson, I think. Uh, who is, is it? John Travolta is in the John Travolta. Yeah, when, John Travolta. When they blow out Marvin's head. <laughs> and yeah. just said, what the fuck you did that for, man? They. <laughs> <laughs> um, I mean, I think it's. I think it's great that all these movie references are in here. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that's what separates him from a lot of other writers, where. Um, a lot of other writers are like taking from either either it's Japanese related thing or like culture related things and then uh Fujimoto's just like, nah, I take a like a lot of like Western movie uh approaches to things and I think that's what kind of separates him from a lot of other writers. Side note, have y'all ever seen the Japanese uh pulp fiction movie poster? Oh yeah, of course. That shit hard. This is so. It's one of the hardest movie posters ever. I love it. I I want to find a print of it and I need it hanging up in the house. Mm-hmm. Um, but no, like you said, I I I love how he does take these like Western influences and just pops them in here and like the things that he are referencing. It's not like they're super deep cuts, but they are one of those things too, where it's like if you are a movie buff or if you are someone who also enjoys mm-hmm. you know uh these things, you're gonna catch it. And it just makes the experience even better. You're just like, oh shit! You're like, it's that's, you know, you caught it from that, or you got it from that. Um, then there's also the the other reference in uh, Chainsaw Man and Jujutsu Kaisen. Um, what's the reference? Oh, the black oh, glass. The, uh, I forget what it's called, but like the X last thing, and they did it back yeah. to back on the. Uh, yeah, on, yeah. <laughs> on the same chapter. That shit was. Yeah, that shit's tough. That shit was tough. Um, but yeah, I love how he ties these like references. It's kind of like I, I like, I love that because I that really just I think Fuji like you get a you feel that Fujimoto is putting a piece of himself in the stories that you read from him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like even with um Dear Eerie. Oh yeah, like that, that is yeah that shit might as well be like, a biography I, of some sort. That's what I'm saying. I'm just like. You can like he, first of all, we is he has already been open and honest about his love for movies and and, and whatnot. It's just like now you have written a a one shot about that. Um, I love uh, you kind of. I love even his references to his own work when we re look back, mm-hmm. look back referencing Chainsaw Man with the door. Like it's, I I, I just love the the like you said he's putting him putting parts of himself within the story. And I think it's great. Um, Even back with like fire punch, I think like with the ending and the movie references to that, like you could just tell, like he's just a fan of that culture, man. Like I think he's only, he's, I think he's our age, man. I think he's like no older than 30, man. Like he's really one of us. Has to be. I, I I do think that he, he's very much a, a stellar writer and, um, the movie references are amazing. 
uh, like you said, like uh, Goodbye Eerie, where the, I think basically the end where she's just telling uh, him where it's just like all your story, all your stories are like wrapped around reality in some shape or fashion. And then you just throw some fantasy shit in there. That's you. Yeah. That's like that's exactly your writing style is like you are writing about, you know, probably just like a teen drama or like whatever. And then you will just add your own weird spin to it. And that's all his shit is. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, obviously, we we have gotten speculation that Chainsaw Man Part 2 is coming sometime within the summer. Oh, I, they said summer. I just they said the year. summertime. <laughs> I think I think was uh, the rumor was sometime this summer that it's supposed to come. Maybe end. I don't know. Um, I'm not gonna hold my chainsaw- breath. <laughs> I mean, it's not hey, even I'm technically not. summer yet. So I mean, we 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 gonna see. We gonna we see. gonna see. We gonna see what it looked like. Uh, in yeah, yeah, very <laughs> true. Um, but going into you know, I this was. First of all, I love how they concluded as calling it part one. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that was a, a such a genius move um, because I, I, it feels like he was able to tell a, a complete story, but yeah, he leaves more to like he leaves more to tell. But it doesn't feel like okay, like he's gonna keep like it's not continuous. Like he's yeah. like no, th- like this part of the story is done. Like part mm-hmm. 1 is done. Yeah. Part 2 is going to be something completely different than part 1. Like and you know 98 chapters of length is perfect. I I love how he did that. I know a lot of people or you know when I was just diving back into Chainsaw Man in preparation for this, um a lot of people didn't like that it's the reveal of or like they got the reveal that it's only part 1 and like the story is continuing. Like they thought this was like going to be a definitive end. And I'm just like, motherfucker, you don't want no more chainsaw, man. What are you talking Listen, about? Listen, man. <laughs> like, what? It, it gives me that like part movie feeling and part like yeah. JoJo's feeling, where it's like, you know, maybe we can get a trilogy out of this. Like, of course, this first part is a complete story, and you know, if you don't want to continue it, that's all fine and dandy. But the fact that he has ideas and plans to keep the story going. Like you don't want to see what this man can think of after reading all of this ninety-seven chapters. And think about the end. And think about the end where Denji's at, his character is at, in in all his development. We about to get, we about to get teenage dad. You know me? I'm saying, Uh, like, you know, you really get uh, now your next part of the story. You're gonna get Denji, who is a part of society. Like Mm -hmm. he's he's beloved. No, like people know who he is. Like he's about to enroll in high school. Like. There is different dynamics now. Like his life is completely different. It's like you don't want to see how he handles these yeah, next and like yeah. group of challenges. Denji's different now. You feel me? Like this is this is a different character. Just same name. Yeah. Uh, what yeah. is it? Same beast, different animal, or whatever. Uh, yeah. So I think uh, I, shout out to our in peace to Kobe. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's gonna be really cool. I, I really do enjoy it. I think Fujimoto. Like this could be his JoJo. Like this could be his Star Wars or. You know, we can yeah, it could this, it be. We can see this going until you know Denji's like an old man or whatever. You know, like keep it going. I don't care. Or even yeah. think, or even think about like the fact that the devil, like the devils, can get passed on. Yeah, yeah. So it's like even if you know something, say something happens to Denji in part two, and like the like Chainsaw Man comes back as a or Chainsaw Devil comes back as a different person. I guess like there's so, there's a there, continue like there's so much like, to explore aspect to it in this yeah. world. Yeah. 
Um, I would say the same for Fire Punch, but at the end of that, the world disintegrates. So (laughs) the earth just crumbles away. Um, So even if it's not like, obviously, like uh, it has to revolve around Chainsaw Man, but like we have devils like and all around the world. You feel me? Like Mm-hmm. Who are being used for various reasons yeah, too, or by just, governments, by gangs. Just, by, like it's not like just untame. Like the concept of the devil just being like shit that people fear. Like don't worry. Like ocean devil coming. What is it? Hurricane devil. You know all sorts of shit. Unemployment devil. You feel me? Police <laughs> devil. Nigga devil. You know all that shit. <laughs> There's a lot. There's a lot of different things that they can explore. And one, but like, once again, I think that what made part one su- such a great reading experience, such a great experience, is that Denji has a completely like at the end of this and going into part two, Denji has a completely different set of real life issues. Mm-hmm. Yeah, of real life things that he has to deal with. We've just seen him deal with like grieving in his own depression and like what does he want out of life and like all these things and now at the end of it like you feel that those kind of things have been answered and completed and now you're going into this part two of like okay like his real life issues are completely different yeah like imagine like like you said like he's fighting that he's still you know devil hunting but now he has to like make sure the new control devil isn't going off and yeah you know wilding out or you know what i'm saying now he had now he's in the public spotlight like how is he handling yeah. the public spotlight now of like people knowing who he is there's just a lot of different like <laughs> struggles and things that he has to deal with now that i'm excited to see in this next story yeah um also just like what made it a great read is you know all the supporting characters i feel like they they all did a great job uh doing what they had to do and um the consequences of motherfuckers actions are not retracted. <laughs> yeah. So, um, yes. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Aki, Aki's I, I coming love back. that. Power is going to come back, but it's not going to be power. You know, yeah. like there's consequences. Like when they seen a darkness devil and everybody got their arms chopped off and those arms re- remained off. Mm-hmm. Come on, man. Shit, real. <laughs> yeah. Hey, man. There's no power of friendship to that. Like, there's power mm-hmm. of friendship, but it's like to get through the struggle. You can't like revert it. You can't like come back from that. Like, and, and I think that's one of them things that like Chainsaw Man does really well. It's like, yeah, you gotta you gotta keep it pushing, man. Like, you know, you gonna you gonna struggle, man. You gonna you gonna have these problems, but at the end of the day, you are gonna keep pushing. You gotta keep fighting through everything that you're feeling. Like, even with and that's what I love about Denji's whole breakdown thing, where it's like, yeah, he didn't want to feel that struggle no more. But like in part two, we're gonna see him like you know all the aftermath and how he's feeling now we might see him play that mentor role even though he's still learning and growing because yeah. he, he um, only knows so much we're we're, we're gonna see a lot of things like uh what is it he already made that power to promise to uh i mean uh that promise to power to like find the next like blood fiend or whatever uh whatever yeah. she gets reincarnated as and then like you know she's not the only person that's going to be reincarnated so we yeah. see a lot of characters come back in probably like different iterations and stuff like that. So, um, it's gonna be cool, man. Like this next, uh, whatever the next generation of devil hunters, weapon hybrids, or whatever they're called, uh, come back. Yeah, it's gonna be great. Like you said, like in the introduction of of the new and whoever comes back and like how how that's gonna be changed. It's it's a great mix. Like part two is. 
I have very high hopes to part for part two. I I don't I don't see either like the expect. I mean, the expectations are high for it. I don't think they're going to be unreasonable though, for what part two can mm-hmm. be. Um, yeah. for the simple fact that like it is, it's so. You don't know how he's gonna go with it. Like I can't even like even I'm like okay, what do y'all think? Like what's the story gonna be in part two or anything? Like I can't even come up with an idea uh, of like what part hero two may fighting. Or may not he be. he's the neighborhood crime fighting like Spider Man. The government is gonna like, be on his ass. That's, yeah. the That's what I'm saying. Like government might get involved. Like what is that gonna look like? Is he still gonna have assassins and other people on his head? Like a devil alliance? Yeah, for sure. Oh, like. Man. Uh, the hunt, the hunt for Chainsaw Man. I don't think it just ends because Makima died. So um, I think the government is going to be a big villain here, um, even with Kishibe still being in uh, public safety. But you know, shit, we didn't even talk about him a lot. But um, yeah. you know, we could see a lot oh, with that going to... on. If I was Kishibe, I would have been retired, bro. After this shit, oh, <laughs> he got to keep it pushing. <laughs> he he got to fight. <laughs> Oh, bro, I'd have been retired. I'm like, fuck this. I'm moving. I'm out. Um, <laughs> this nigga, that nigga look. He's stressed. That man yeah, is he, stressed. He already got the white hair. What is it? He's young. He's younger than uh. What is it? Quan Quancy? I forgot you said. Yeah. yeah. Like like uh, they grayed up. That man is stressed. He's like, fuck this. He was like, he's he's smoking a pack a day. Mm-hmm. He's on his. He, big, he might fuck around and be on this post him alone. He, he, Eighty cigarettes a day. <laughs> he a big drinker already. But uh, going into like Chainsaw Man too, like what are you guys are like hoping to see? Like two things you guys are hoping to see. Um, two things I'm hoping to see. I'm really hoping to see like what kind of person the control devil is being inhabited by like what is her relationship with dingy now like how are they interacting in part two i think that's gonna be like something big for me i want to see that like out the gate like what because she's the control devil still like does she have a part of makima in her like what's going on here like how is she Um, to that i would say remember uh makima had contracts with like other devils that we never found out who they were so Mm -hmm. yeah we might see uh Nayuda, whatever the little girl name is. Sorry if I, I'm it's I'm blanking on the name right now. But, Nay- it's Nayuda. Okay. Um we could see Nayuda. We could see a different moveset <laughs> from her per se. Oh yeah, she could. Um I'm really interested to see how Denji is handling the fame. Yeah. Like how is he handling like, how is that changing? Like, and how does that play a role in the bigger story? Like, it does is Denji becoming like, is he letting it get to him? Is it he's fine? Like, F it, I have everything I want. Like, is it is he able to, you know, eat all the good food and be all the women that he wants to be? And like, is he feeling like, and how does that play a role? Like, how is he handling be, like being in high school and being this public figure? And, and how does he, the way he handles this? What are the consequences for it? Because there's definitely going to be some consequences, yeah, good or bad. So like, I'm I'm really wondering like how how to like what role is that going to play um in it? Uh, how about you? Where where are you? Part two. What is something that you're you're anticipating or, or wanting to see, Cyrus? I want to see uh more Kishibe and more Kobeni um fighting. 
More or less, like I, I want to see them get some statting and uh, catch some bodies because never forget, uh, Kobeni almost put uh, Katana Man in a pack. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. It was almost it was yeah, it was almost backward season for my man. And, and and you know, we still we still don't know what makes her so special. Yeah. yeah. No, nah, that would that's definitely something that uh we want to see. Uh before we kind of wrap this up, we, we haven't talked about it, and I just think that it deserves a discussion. Um first reaction when they went to hell. <laughs> Insanity. I didn't expect that to look like that. Like it's that's just my favorite arc. Like, like you see the astronauts. Like you, like <laughs> that, that shit is really the most like polarizing like panel. Like that shit really like it's that shit is on all the promotion. Uh, you know, it's a big thing that everybody talks about. Like we're doing right now. Um, it's something weird and abstract and just like insanely like abnormal. I truly wonder what the reference to that is. Uh, especially like with the astronauts like praying and shit. But them going to hell is the craziest shit ever. I feel that's always the I feel that's always like the turning point for everybody when yeah. they read this. Yeah, this just like um, they're like, oh, this is like crazy, like it's wacky, it's weird, and that happens. They're like, no, like I'm really like this is really different. Like this is really like insane. It, right it, now. it, it, is, <laughs> it is so fucking cool. Cause think about like what everybody else would think hell looks like. You know, fire. fire. You know what I'm saying? Circle. Like spikes everywhere. Like it's a you know, a big ass nigga with a pitchfork, you know what I'm saying? Like you, you would expect that. But like the fact that it's like a whole bunch of doors, it really feels kind of like weird. Like what the fuck? Like, how are we here? Like what's going on? It feels scary. Mm -hmm. Like hell as fire isn't scary to me. I would just probably be like, man, it's probably annoyingly hot down there. (laughs) Like, (laughs) like I said, like, damn, it's probably hot as hell in hell. But like this, it made hell feel like this is, terrifying yeah like i would couldn't imagine like waking like it's like a haunted house like you know what i'm saying like just like er, every way you turn there's just something there that's just like installing fear into you you could yeah. feel how like i i don't know if like when they got like transported to hell or whatever i was just like oh this is gonna be like the next part of the fight or whatever and then you like every devil that is there is like freaking the fuck out and they're terrified um, Quan Chi, like all her, uh, all her girls are like, oh, can I like off myself right now? Like, I really don't want to be here right now. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah it's like, point fuck this. Is, I can't do it. It's pretty fucking terrifying. And for all the humans that were there to not stand a chance at all. I love that. <laughs> oh yeah. yeah. It was great. It was absolutely great. Okay. One last thing that we're going to wrap it up. Um, the setting, and timeline of, of the story as a whole it takes place in 1997. It's cool that he does look like he does stuff like the Soviet Union still exists. Mm-hmm. There's revisioning alternate, yeah, it's like revisionist history, like things like the Holocaust have, like haven't happened. Like there's yeah. like certain big events that don't get alluded to. Mm-hmm. Um, this next story obviously is probably gonna take. I think part two is probably going to take a couple years after. Do you want him to, like to kind of lean more into like what early two thousands or like what what that time looked uh, like? I, w- I wouldn't mind seeing like a a nineteen ninety nine like two thousand like a Y two K. I feel like that's where it should start. Like yeah, like that would a Y two K like they yeah like it's the turn of the millennium. Like does that is that going to play a role? And like what does that mean? Like every thousand years, like a new devil appears. Like. There's something like uh, I, what is it? 
Y2K, the fear of technology, and then we get like computer devil or some shit. Like that'd be cool. Yeah. yeah. Irish devil. Goddamn, like mm-hmm. bird flu devil or something. What is it? Yeah. It- uh, we would probably have recession devil. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> A recession devil. Oh, man. But no, Cyrus. As always, I appreciate you, man, for pulling up on the Big Eyes podcast. Um, obviously, man, listen, we raved about it. We talked about it. We don't got anything for season one just yet. All right. Still coming out. I'm. We're waiting. I'm. I'm cool. Um, I'm a JoJo fan, so I'm used to waiting for things. So, <laughs> um, it is what it is. I'm still. I still hold. I'm still pushing for an October weekend. Uh. Uh, a Halloween weekend release. Honestly, yeah. I think that would just be perfect. The fact that, you know, part two is even rumored to be in the summer, I was just like, hey, man, that's kind of too soon. But it's been like two years already. <laughs> yeah. So, and the fact that he's already working on like so many different things, like this man is the one shot God right now. I, man. Think, like, I think his pen is great, man. Like he's a really good writer, man. Uh, I, If I were to be a writer of any sort, like this is like somebody that I would kind of like model my kind of like you know, bullshit after. No, man, Cyrus writing a manga would be amazing. <laughs> hey, man, hopefully we can, can make it happen. <laughs> hopefully we can. But, nah, Cyrus, thank you so much for yeah, pulling man. up on Good us. Love. Make sure y'all make sure y'all listen to the War Report. Make sure y'all su- uh, subscribe to the Patreon where he does a whole bunch of other things on there. Spot callers. Uh, were you doing, you're doing another show too, right? Uh, there's another show in the work. Uh, where we do the G show where we talk about uh, a round robin tournament that takes place in Japan, but we're going to see if we're going to do that this time around this year. Um, but For sure. che- uh, check me out on, you know, uh, the Jojo agenda. It's Jojo agenda. The new lookout, yeah. new lookout show. The, yeah. the the show list is going crazy. We're, we're not, uh, yeah. I, it's probably going to be like kind of on, on and off, uh, you know, sporadic, uh, posting of the C, uh, episodes. But um, we're doing part three. Part three uh, is being recorded very soon. So when we put it out, who knows? <laughs> we love to hear it. And as always, make sure y'all following the Lookout RNC and make sure you find RNC Radio Live wherever you uh, favorite social media platforms and wherever you listen to podcasts. AD, what's our sign off? You already know. Please read more manga, watch more anime, and be on the lookout, only on the lookout for the Big Eyes Podcast. And we at Kame's house. Yes, sir. Come check us out.